Uh, Terry and Mel, they're the directors uh, of Caris Orlando, and uh, I've had the opportunity to be there a few times, and you know, it's grown so much throughout the years, and, and I, as I've stated to them, that doesn't just happen. You know, you, you have awesome leadership, and things take place, and things grow. And they've, and they may share with it, but they've moved from one location to another simply because of the growth and because of the word of God that's going forth. And so they're doing an awesome work there, and they're gonna bless us today and minister the word. So just come on up here and give them a good God bless. They're not strangers. They're not strangers. And uh, thank you so much. I believe I'm gonna give you this mic. Is there another mic? Where is it? There will be. That's all right. Well, good to see you this morning. It's still this morning, right? And we are so thankful to be here. What an honor. We have known Kenan uh, and Karen. When they first became the lead pastors here, we had just stepped into being the directors at Karis Bible College Orlando. So our paths crossed, and we've been, this is our home church. We've been coming here ever since. And they've been after us for a couple years now to share with you on a Sunday morning and just with our obligations for the Bible college and things going on. It never worked out until today. And they're not here. Oh, well. But we are excited about being here. I'm Terry. This is my wife, Melanie. And uh, we, uh, I was born and raised in Central Florida. And she was not. I was not. You were a military. I was. My dad was in the military. So happy Veterans Day to all of our vets yes. and men. If you're, a vet, if you're a vet, why don't you stand up? No vets? Yes. Amen. Amen. We are so thankful for you. I grew up on an Army base pretty much, went all over the world. And uh, home was Colorado, though. So when the Lord called us to Florida, I said, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> but uh, now I, you can't get me away from here because, you know, when God calls you somewhere, when you love, it's just, and it's about people. I woke up this morning, and I was like, Holy Spirit, what do you want to say? And the Holy Spirit, he says, he loves you. He said, I want you to love my people. And I want you to know that whatever is said here, it's on purpose. Amen? Amen? We didn't just get out of bed and said, ooh, let's just wing it. <laughs> the Holy Spirit, he loves you. The Lord loves you. And it, even Jesus, it says Jesus looked out on the crowds and he was moved with compassion. And I can feel that right now. He loves you. So I want you to open your heart to whatever is said today. And sometimes the Lord will speak to you, and it won't even, it won't even be anything we are saying. He'll just, you know, I've had times when I was in the hospital with my daughter. My other daughter had run away. I didn't know where she was. It was a bad night. <laughs> and I was worshiping the Lord, and I got a text from a, a pastor friend, and he said, God is for you, not against you. Amen. That's all it was. But you know what? I went and looked back on the test, text, and it really didn't even say that. <laughs> but that's what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Amen? 
So God has something. So I want you to soften your heart. It says we have to have soft hearts. Am I right? If you have hard hearts, it's going to be hard for that seed, that incorruptible seed to get in there. But you have a choice right now. Say, Father, you surrender. I say, Lord, whatever you have to say to me this morning, I'm receiving it. Amen? Amen. So, Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you, Lord, that we have soft, pliable hearts for you. That we're open to whatever you have to say. And we want to change. We want to grow. And we want to know you more. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that we get together. Thank you, Lord, that we get to get together together as the body of Christ, that we have the freedom to sit here together and talk about you. Thank you for the word, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. But Before we get started here, I wanted to play a short video. Do you have that... Uh... It's about a one-minute video. Just kind of show a lot of you don't know who we are, what we do, but this will kind of give you an introduction to that, and then we'll dig into the Word. So. You were created with a purpose, written in the heart of God long before you were born. He is calling you to find it. for such a time as this, to be a disciple, to leave this world behind and follow him. You were designed for a destiny, one that only you can fulfill. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the ends of the world. We want to help you to know God, experience His unconditional love, to be equipped and empowered to become a world changer. All right, and that is what we do. We're at the main campus of Pierce Bible College is in Colorado, and we have an extension campus, Orlando. And we've had a lot of students here. We go to church here. Some are come to visit today. Raise your hand if you're a student, former student, Karis Bible College. Alumni. Alumni. Good to see you today. And uh, what we want to talk about today is actually building on what Pastor T taught on Two weeks ago, you taught on recall, right? Mm -hmm. And then Bert comes on last week, and he preaches our message again. He taught on worshiping him in spirit and in truth, right? Praise. And then Norman comes up at the end of that, and he preaches the entire message we have today in three minutes. That's normal. And then Heather comes up here at the beginning, and she preaches it again with the word from the Lord on thankfulness. So... I think it's something we need to hear today, right? And this is like the icing on the cake. Of If you didn't hear those messages, go back. They're online. Uh, Pastor T two weeks ago, Bert last week. And this is kind of built, this kind of is, is, uh, is built upon those two messages that they shared. And we're going to talk about having an attitude of gratitude. Amen. I mean, we have what? Thanksgiving coming up. Yep. Less than two weeks. Yep. 
But Thanksgiving is not just a day, is it? No, I looked up, and if you do a study in the Bible, I looked up, there's over 200 times in the New Testament where it talks about gratitude, thanksgiving, give thanks. It's everywhere. And then you jump back to the Old Testament, and you got David. I mean, it's, you can't even count the number of times they talk about thanks and thanksgiving. But the gratitude, here's, I got the definition written down. You want to hear it? Yeah. Well, you're going to hear it. All right. <laughs> Gratitude definition is the quality of being thankful, being ready to show appreciation for and to return kindness. And I wrote down, gratitude and thankfulness are the opposite of what the world has to offer. You know, the world offers division, strife. It's a lot of pride. There's a, there's a lot of pride. You just watch the news, right? People... People are, uh, they talk about tolerance, but the most intolerant people sometimes are the ones saying, you need to be tolerant, right? Um, and then I was reading 2 Timothy 3.2. It equates unthankfulness. We're not going to dwell on the negative here, but unthankfulness, obviously, is the opposite of thankfulness, right? And in 2 Timothy 3.2, it equates unthankfulness with being selfish, Say, so that's not me. Not me. Slanderer, disobedient to parents, blasphemous, abusive. Someone who, if you are unthankful, it says you speak evil. You're wicked, powerless. I don't want to be powerless. Being unthankful means that you love things more than you love God. And, you know, gratitude and thankfulness are the opposite of all of that. And you want to, I'm taking issue here this morning because you want, how many of you want to be in the will of God? Yeah. Every hand should be up. If it's not up, you will be by the time this is over today, all right? Well, I got news for you. You ready? I'm ready. I'll finish this off and give you a chance to talk. All right. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God. Amen. And even, even in science, in the natural world, they've done studies. And uh, science, gratitude, people that walk around with an attitude of gratitude, gratitude produces as an increase in chemicals in your brain that make you feel happy and peaceful. Just in the natural there's like dope, well, I don't even know all these scientific words, dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, tocin, probably pronouncing that one wrong. But uh, these things lower blood pressure, strengthen your immune, immune system, and increase alertness. That's just in the natural. Science finally caught up with the Word of God. If it's the will of God, it's life, right? The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came to give life and to give life abundantly. So say, I want to be in the will of God. I want to be in the will of God. So I'm going to be thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. A thankful heart means you smell good. Amen. You put off a fragrance. You are like, people are attracted to that. Am I right? 
I mean, are you attracted to an Eeyore? You know, the little cloud and the drips. <laughs> you know, the minute you talk to them, oh, life is it's bad. You know, it's really bad. I've been watching the news. It's bad. You know what? That's why we look at the Word. And the Word always gives us so much hope. Thankfulness actually brings hope. Amen? And it brings this, this joy, doesn't it? And so, and thankfulness is something we need to do not because our circumstances are great. Am I right? Like a lot of times we think, well, I'll be thankful when I sell the car. I'll be thankful when my house sells. I'll be thankful when my family is good. I'll be thankful when I'm not sick anymore. I'll be thankful. Well, you know what? None of that requires faith. And faith pleases God. Amen? And so when you're thankful, you are operating in faith. You're connecting with the promises of God. You're saying, you know what? My body may not feel like it. I may have a little stuff going on right now. I don't care. But God says, by his stripes, I am healed. That means my body's whole and well. And I thank you, God, that I have a whole and strong body. I'm going to live long. And I am seeing the goodness of God in the land of the living. And my children are going to see and hear the word of God. Amen? Amen? And that is what it is all about. Thankfulness. We, you know, we talk about, I know Thanksgiving is coming up, and it is not one day. And thank God we have a country that does set aside a day for this. Thank you, Lord, that we have a country that still is thankful. You know what I mean? We need that. More, to, more than any time right now, we need to be thankful. And I know there's some things on the news and different things, but I've read the end of the book. And it says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So let's say that together. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Some of you aren't talking and you aren't speaking. You need to speak it out. You need to hear it. Your mind needs to hear these words. You've been silent. You've allowed things coming into your mind that should not be there. So you need to say it. You need to tell yourself. Amen? So let's say it again. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know how you're not dancing and thanking God and saying, thank you, Jesus. We are victors. We should not be pulling ourselves out of bed constantly, sad, depressed. We should not be those people. When we look at Christians, we should be the most life-giving, joyful. Do you know one of the most joyful books in the Bible is Philippians? It is the, called the most joyful book in the Bible. And you know where Paul was? He was in a dank, nasty, probably rat-infested, gross, he probably had stuff on him, in a jail. And he says, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Amen? And so when I'm telling you things, I'm not getting on to you, but I feel like the Lord is saying, just just come up and be thankful. Yes. Just see what I can do. Yes. Open up. 
Give me a, yeah, give me a chance. (laughs) Open it up. Open up what you can receive. You cannot receive things if you are constantly looking at the negative things. If you look at the, the Israelites, all right? So you have the Israelites. They saw the water being split open. They saw manna. They saw healings. They saw all this stuff. And yet they murmured in their tents. You can have God doing amazing things in your life right now, and you won't even be able to see them because you are so full of unthankfulness. And there's no condemnation in that because it means, you know how God is? He just says, change it. Just change it. Repent. Change it. You can change it right this moment. Right like that. We keep thinking, well, in the, you know, way back when I, no, right now, change your mind. Say, oh, I got a lot to be thankful for. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I have feet. I can walk. Amen. I got a voice. I got hair. Well, some. (laughs) Hallelujah. We're all, we won't recognize each other when we're in heaven, will we? (laughs) Some of us. Uh, so you're you're so brave up here I'm so (laughs) that's awesome that's that's my my job has become the last few years just to crank her up and let her go that's awesome that's a lot of fun there's a uh, she was talking about giving thanks and there's that uh, someone said there's two times you can give thanks for what what's happened recalling or you stepping into faith when you give thanks for the future for the promises in God's word. Thank you, God. But there's also a present day thanks. That's what needs we need to be living there. If you're not practicing Thanksgiving in every day, little things, it's going to be very difficult when the big things come. Yes. Right? And what do, you, what do I mean there? Um, well, I, I've, talk, this, the, I've learned, and I don't do this perfectly. I'm preaching to myself. If you're walking through the house and you stub your toe, you ever done that? What comes out of your mouth? <laughs> well, the first thing, you may have to be like David, you know. i got to repent, and now I'm ready. But you stub that little toe, what should come out of your mouth is, thank you, Jesus, I have nine toes that don't hurt. Right? <laughs> or some of you guys are working on your car, you know, and you drop the bolt. Where does it go? Something that's like a magnet right in the middle of the underneath of the car, right? And what are you going to do? Don't curse the car and the, and the bolt. And Thank you, Jesus, I have a car to work on, right? I mean, just, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It may sound funny, but I'm serious. You have to, and it's got to come out of your mouth. Faith speaks. Speaks to the mountain, right? And if Thanksgiving is God's will, then I'm being ungrateful will bring death. It'll bring you closer down the, down the path, the opposite of the way of where you want to go. I just want to read a few scriptures. Uh, if you can jump back to David, I told you David had a lot, a lot of verses on Thanksgiving. Yes. Psalm 136, 1 to 3. If you can put that up there. It says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Mm. Give thanks to the God of gods, 
for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. And thanksgiving and praise, like Bert was talking about last week, you just read through the Psalms. David is full of it. Then you come over to the New Testament. This is not a little theme in the Bible. Sometimes we just skip right over the thanks part. Right, Norm? You just skip right over when you're reading with all this other stuff. But look, Paul, you mentioned Paul. Philippians 4, 6. A lot of verses from Paul, but here's one of them. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with let your requests be made known to God. So you got David and you got Paul. What about Jesus? Aren't we supposed to be like Jesus? A few times where Jesus give thanks. John 6.11, at the feeding of the 5,000, says Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish as much as they wanted. That sounds good. It's been a long time. I don't usually don't eat as much as I want anymore, you know, except for maybe on Thanksgiving. But these people, I mean, you have people laying all over the grass field, you know, with their bellies sticking out. And as much as they wanted, that'll put you to sleep, right, after a big meal. As much as they wanted. And what Isn't was the first? Isn't that amazing, though? It just it shows the, God's character. Because yes. you always taught, you know, he gave more than enough, like extra. You know, he could have just done, all right, everybody gets one thing on this, and you don't get any more. But it was like abundant to life. Amen. It's so cool how God is. And he's, that's, you know, we get this, we give thanks when we eat. And a lot of this comes from Jesus did it. He gave thanks. And John 11, 11 to 42. This is when he, Lazarus, raising from the dead, starts off with Jesus giving thanks to God. Verse 41 says, so they took away the stone. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. One more time with Jesus. If you don't believe me, here's one more. Luke chapter 22, verse 17. He starts off the Passover meal with thanksgiving. In verse 17, it says, Jesus, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he said, take this and divide it among yourselves. And then in verse 19, he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them. And then one more story, uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19, is the story of the ten lepers. Now, leprosy was a disease, you know, the disease back then that was, when you got leprosy, you were, you were your, your life as you knew it was over. You had to separate yourself. You had to yell out, unclean, unclean, if anybody came near you. You uh, had leper colonies, and once you were, there wasn't much hope for you to be, uh, to be, have a normal, live a normal life when you were contracted leprosy, but... Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19. It says, They were on the way to Jerusalem. He was passing between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers. They stood off at a distance. 
lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God? Jesus equates giving thanks with giving praise to God. Accept this foreigner. And he said to him, rise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And I love that about Thanksgiving. We were talking about that this morning. Is it opens up the door to the next step. Yes, it does. Right? Yeah. I mean, we've seen it in our life over and over again. You know, when we, we're encouraging you to be full of thanksgiving and gratitude. We want you to know that we do our best. We aren't living it perfectly, but it is on purpose something that we live 20, all 12, all the time. Anytime I start to feel myself being like, okay, I, I immediately go to, oh God, thank you that you always, you have always come through. You have always been faithful. And so I am going to be happy. You know, and I will tell my face, you look it too. <laughs> Amen. And I will tell myself, no, you are going to be joyful. You have so much to be thankful for. No matter what you've gone through, look in the past. See what God has done. Recount the goodness of God. Amen. And then even during it, there's things that I'm not real excited I got to do, but it's up to you. You can have fun. It could be a labor that you have to do, a normal job that you have to do, right? It's up to you. You can be like, thank you, God. I got the help to do this. Thank God I get to do this, and I'm going to be a blessing. When I wake up in the morning, I pray this all the time. Lord, please let me be a blessing to someone yes. today. Yes. And I'm looking. If it's in the grocery store, I am that blessing. Yes, if someone... Now, my height is great because in the grocery store, always someone needs help. <laughs> so I'm looking, and, uh, and I'll be like, hey, I'll help you get that. How are you doing? You know, can I pray for you? Amen? You be the biggest blessing ever. And then in the future, if there's things that, I, I, that the Holy Spirit's putting into my heart, desires and dreams, different things, I'll thank them before I ever see it. Yes. Amen? Amen. It's a, I'm telling you, there's a verse in Proverbs 15, 15. It says, he who, is of, he who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. Yes. Isn't that good? Yes. That means you can't get me down. Give me your best shot. Right? No, Satan, you will not steal my joy. I am blessed. I am favored. Just watch what God's going to do. You're messing with the daughter of the king of kings. And you better watch out because it's coming. And you will repay sevenfold if you're taking stuff from me. Amen? You can't steal my kids. You can't steal my family. You can't steal my stuff. But even in, if I, if I have nothing, I will still be like, yes. Thank you. 
I have breath out of my, <laughs> my heart's beating, praise Jesus. And as long as I'm on this earth, I am going to thank God. Amen? Amen. And I have, he has never let me down. And all of you can probably testify of the same thing. Amen. Amen. And I know some of you, there's got to be someone here or online watching this, and you're thinking, I mean, you're going through, there's, I will admit, there's some tough things we have to go through. Right? And you're thinking, I don't have, it's hard to think of anything to give thanks for in this situation I'm going through. And we have been through some pretty, if we put, put all of our tough things we've had to go through, we would probably be up there with, I don't know if we beat everybody in this room, but 95% of you, we could, we've had things happen that were tough to go through. And sometimes during those times, you just got to say, God, I'm going through something now with relatives or friends or job or health or finances, and it seems overwhelming, you know, like the ocean waves coming over you. You know what you do in those times? Say, God, I'm in a tough situation. I don't see anything, any way out of this, any way, anything to give thanks for. Show me what I can thank you for in this. And he will show you. I know we're, we're going to show a video here in just a couple minutes. It's kind of our story of my healing and my daughter's healing. And uh, I am so thankful that God showed me who he really is. That he's not the source of my problems. That he, uh, he is not the author of my problems, but he is the writer of my healing. And I, was, I went through nine months of a severe back injury to over 20 years ago. And I had a wrong concept of God in some areas. I was blaming God. I would ask him to heal me and at the same time be angry at him because I wasn't healed. And it, it was not going anywhere because a lot of grumbling and complaining about how bad I hurt. Couldn't do anything, how bad I hurt. And then one day, God showed me his love. He showed me that he is the life giver. He's the healer. He didn't cause the accident, but he's there with the ambulance to make the best of a bad situation and put you back together. And I am so thankful that he showed me that. Because after, uh, well, let's, let's play the video and then we'll let you wrap it up after that. Well, I got this injury. Sciatica was the easy way to put it. And it got worse and worse and worse. Constant, constant, uh, constant pain. And I remember I just started like having like a weird like feeling in my knee. Next thing I knew, we got the diagnosis, which was osteosarcoma. The prognosis was like an amputation. Healing stories are never a formula. Though Jesus healed all who came to him, each miracle was as unique and personal as the faith of those involved. Such was the case for Karis Bible College Director Terry Hall and his daughter Hannah, who are now walking pain-free, even though their healing involved two very different journeys of faith. This is the story about how God meets us where we are. This is the healing journey of Terry and Hannah Hall. This story begins with Terry being crippled by extreme sciatica, 
a condition of calcified bone pinching the body's largest nerve. Probably not using good mechanics, I don't know, but I got a really severe back injury from lifting heavy things in awkward positions. It went from, ouch, I got hurt. This was, you know, I knew I did something to, he had to lay on his back to get any relief. I was told by the doctor, we're gonna try to rehabilitate you and we'll get you to where you can walk again, but you'll never be able to run. He was the breadwinner. I stayed home with the boys. So at the time you're thinking, okay, how is this gonna work? It was nine, maybe 10 months, almost a whole year. Got to a pretty desperate situation where I couldn't work, had little kids. I would pray constantly, God, what's going on? I, please heal me, please heal me. You know, and it was getting worse every day instead of better. Like I'm lecturing God on, on, but I was mad at him because I thought he did this to me. He was maybe trying to teach me something, I don't know. And so that was about the time my mom ended up coming in and uh, ended up coming in with a cassette tape. You've got to start realizing that you've already got it. Everything you're asking for, God has already put on the inside of you if you're a believer. And it's not a matter of you petitioning God and getting God to do something. It's a matter of you finding out what He's already done. God is not the responsible for what's happening to me. It's my, actually it started looking, it's my fault. I changed the way I was thinking and within two weeks I was completely pain free, completely healed. From that one simple teaching, you've already got it. Terry defied his doctor's expectations and was walking pain-free within a matter of days. Now healed, Terry enrolled in Karis Bible College at his very next opportunity. Years later, that same healing enabled him to pack a moving truck to take his family to Florida, where he was asked to run the Karis location in Orlando. Though his healing process was amazingly simple, things would be more complicated when his daughter Hannah was hit with an aggressive form of cancer. Usually I wouldn't have like told anyone, you know, cause it wasn't like really like painful, but like I kind of felt off about it. So I went and like told my mom. She started just started getting a, a swelling on the side of her knee, right below her kneecap. Next thing I knew, you know, like we were gonna go see a specialist. At the time I didn't even know what was going on with Hannah other than she was hurting. But it was just as anything, like the Lord was just like, Mel, don't you be afraid. Just have faith, she's gonna be made whole. But I didn't know, like I thought it was, I didn't know, I didn't know how bad it was. The diagnosis was osteosarcoma, a tumor is what it is in her bone. It was too big even to operate on at the time. It was, the diagnosis was she was going to lose her leg, we need to amputate her leg, and quite possibly will lose her life. Though Terry had experienced his own miracle, he understood that Hannah's healing would be different, and that her decision to receive treatment must be made not in fear, but in the peace of the Holy Spirit. Finding peace required faith because they had been told that if they didn't act immediately, the cancer could take her life. Knowing that their daughter was spiritually mature, Terry and Melanie put their faith in agreement with hers. And I said, Hannah, you heard the, you heard the diagnosis. You know, they should want to amputate your leg. What do you want to do? So I, like right off the bat was like, 
Yeah, I'm going to keep my leg. I ended up going through chemotherapy, but even like then they said that it would help shrink it, but they weren't really like sure if it would be enough. When she did have chemo, we would just speak the words, you know, just that nothing deadly would hurt her. For months, Hannah endured the chemotherapy, though there was no guarantee it would work. As her physical strength weakened, she kept focus on the promise that she was already healed. She always saw herself as healed. Like she would even tell me, Mom, I have dreams, and when I have dreams, I'm running. When I went through chemotherapy and was in the hospital, they always would like provide these events for cancer patients, you know, other going to Disney World. And I'd always would say no, you know, just because what I believed was that I was already healed, you know, so why would I do that, you know? After several months, the tumor became small enough the surgeons were willing to try to remove it but they would not make promises about the outcome. Before Hannah went under, the Hulls prayed for a supernatural operation with no complications. We were there waiting for seven hours after this operation, and the doctor came out at the end of it, and he was beaming. And he goes, I have never had an operation go that well. Now again, there are different ways to receive healing and God can do anything and people can get healed and we hear these testimonies and if you aren't careful, it'll lead you into thinking that's the only way to receive from God. But the foundational way to receive from God is just through the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Even just like walking normal is actually like a miracle really because that's something they said like you would, you would walk with a limp or you wouldn't be able to like just do normal stuff. The doctor told me I would never run again, so I started running. Since that time, I've probably run the equivalent of back and forth across America at least five or six times. Today, Terry and Hannah enjoy walking and running pain-free, completely healed. When they aren't enjoying their time together as a family or going to Disney World, they stay busy running Andrew Womack's Karis Bible College Orlando campus, with Hannah just now finishing up her first year. Thank you, partners. Thank you for giving. It's changed not only my life, it's changed my wife's life, it's saved our children, it's been astronomical. To our friends and partners, we want to say thank you for providing Andrew's teaching you've already gotten to so many people in need. Because of you, a father and daughter have been able to overcome sciatica and cancer, each in their own unique way. A reminder, that we already have our healing by the grace of God, but the Lord walks with each of us individually as we reach out to receive it by faith. Amen. Man, God is good, isn't he? All the time, all the time, he is good. So, you know, we were praying about, you know, Lord, what, what do you want us to do to this morning? Um, and we want to give you an opportunity to just thank God. You know, I've talked to people before, and I'll say, well, are you thankful? Yeah, we're thankful. But then in the next breath, they're telling of all the horrible things going on in their life. Yeah. And they can recount all that really good. 
but they haven't taken the time to really just thank him. You know, even in our songs, sometimes I love our worship songs, but sometimes we talk about ourselves way too much. We need to be worshiping. It says when we are before the Lord and we're all together at the end of time, it says that we're going to be holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And I am so thankful for him because I would not be here without him. And I know all of you have some type of journey and story you're going through. Some of you may be going through some really rough seasons. But I'm telling you, to be able to say, God, thank you, is not weak. It is powerful. It actually releases grace into your life. It releases provision in your life. It really, you know, complaining and fear, those things, they can consume the potential that God has for your life. But that's not who you are. You have everything in there. If you're born again, and if you're not born again, I would say it's time to get born again. But when you get born again, you get a brand new spirit, a new person inside there. And you are able to live this life with Christ. Without him, you cannot do this life without him. Some of you are going around the same mountain over and over thinking you're going to do it on your own. You cannot do that. We need to just surrender and say, God, I am so thankful. Thank you for saving me. While I was yet a sinner, you saved me. And you say, some of you would say, well, you know, my circumstances are bad. You know, I'm not much into, you know, we're not going to compare here, but I will tell you a story. When I was 17, I, uh, my dad decided that he had two, two years to retirement, and he decided, I don't want to do this anymore, and cut short his retirement by two years. And he decided, we're going to go live in the city I've always wanted to live with. <laughs> All these decisions, right? You see the decisions? Well, I'm the oldest of seven. My youngest sister was a baby. And we ended up going to this, and nothing's opening up, nothing. And my, I'm sitting in the car, and my dad and mom decide, okay, we can't afford a, a hotel anymore, so we're going to camp. All of you teenagers, that just is like sounds exciting, doesn't that? When I was 17, I'm like, how am I going to do my makeup? I'm going to wear clothes. What? And we're going to sleep all together in one tent? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> And so mom and dad did it. We got one tent. Then we looked like little burritos all in a row. We had our one little area. And, but my mother taught me about Thanksgiving, and I, she modeled it for me. And my mom, through that entire time, and this was almost a year-long process, because you can't camp past two weeks. So every two weeks, we had to find a new place to pack up and go somewhere else. And then when it gets too cold, that's when you go to the, um, just, we would be in downtown Seattle and some of the shelters. But I'm telling you this, because of my mom, my mom would say, you know what? We made some bad choices. But God loves us. God loves me. Amen? And so 
you know what? We're going to make the best of this, and we're going to glorify God, and we're going to see what he's going to do to get us out of this mess. <laughs> and I learned how to fish. I learned how to boat, do on the boat. I learned I had the best memories of my life during that time. And it came from a grateful heart because it was constantly hope. God's getting us out. And we all got out of it. It's some of the best memories of all of us. We spent time together. We went around the campfire. We prayed together. We worshiped the Lord. And we had, it is the best memory of my life. So if you're waiting for circumstances to, you know, I'm telling you, don't wait for the circumstances to line up. They're already lined up in the spirit. You get in line with what God says. If you get in line with what he says, man, you're going to see a victory. Amen. So we're going to take some time and we're going to just thank God. And I'm going to have you guys stand up and we're going to, we have some really simple songs here. So you don't have to go. I don't know the words. And I want you on purpose to just thank God. We're not going to do this very long, but I think some of you need to hear it coming out of your mouth. Amen. Amen. Let's just close our eyes. We just say, thank you, God. Thank you, and we praise you. I speak healing over people in this room. I speak healing over our bodies, over our minds. We love you, God. So I throw up my 
praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a hallelujah Hallelujah And I know it's not much But there's nothing else fit for my King Except for my heart singing hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, I throw up my hands and I praise you again and again. Because all that I have is a hallelujah, Nothing else fit for my King Except for my heart singing Hallelujah Hallelujah You're a good, good Father it's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. You're a good, good Father. It's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you it's who I am it's who I am it's who I am you are perfect in all of your ways perfect in all of your ways you are perfect in all of your ways to us we thank you Jesus that you are perfect in all of your ways perfect in all of your ways you are perfect in all of your ways to us you're a good good father that's who you are that's who you are that's who you are, and I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am. And God, you're so good. God, you're so good. Let's sing that in thanks to God. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. 
God, you're so good, you're so good to me. Thank you, God. How many of you have something to be thankful for? Amen. All right, Bert. Well, thank you for sharing with us. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just give him another hand. I just want to say, if you need prayer, maybe you're watching online, maybe it's time for you to say, yes, Lord. Maybe it's time for you to accept him. Maybe you're here tonight, up to this morning, and you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. There's a team here that can pray with you. Maybe you've got other prayer needs. There are great people here that will pray with you. There's a number on your screen. If you need to speak to someone, please call this number. Please text that number on your screen. Hallelujah. Thank you for being with us tonight. This morning. Why do I want to say this night? Because it's dark in here. <laughs> I, I wanted to say it's because of all these bright lights. I don't know who put them up here. <laughs> Thank you for being with us. Remember next Sunday. Next Sunday we're going to eat here. We're going to have a Thanksgiving. We get the Thanksgiving and the gratitude will continue. So come share with us. If you still have a testimony, if you've got a story, please get, get in touch with us. We want to tell that story. We're going to put it on, on video and we want to share it with the congregation next week. So have a wonderful Sunday. We will see you next week. And Wednesday, we will see you Wednesday for Overflow. Please come join us for Overflow. We've got a, we have a wonderful time here on a Wednesday, worshiping God and, and healing you is this evening at five as well. So we'll see you then. God bless.